guys, welcome back to the last episode of season one. Now, I am so, so excited because we are on the last chapter, chapter nine, The Kitten and the King, and I hope you like it, and sometime soon we'll be reading the next book in the series, and I'm really excited. morning and called everyone to a meeting in the palace pillow. Mrs Stickler and Mr Wells came in followed by Mrs Cherry and the grooms. Bee, Natasha and Alfie sneaked in at the back to listen. I just wanted to thank those of you who stopped the burglar last night, began the king. It must have taken great bravery and courage. Tiger was the bravest one, Alfie piped up. He jumped off a curtain pole and landed on the burglar's head. Shh, Bee nudged Alfie. What was that about Tiger? King George looked confused. I believe Tiger is the name of the kitten, sir, explained Mr. Wells. Princess Beatrice rescued the animal from a tree in the kite festival. That can't be right. I asked Beatrice to make sure the animal was gone before I returned. The king frowned at Beatrice. Where is the cat? Please fetch it immediately. Bee went upstairs to fetch Tiger, who was fast asleep in on her bed. She held the kitten tightly, pressing Tiger's warm fur to her cheek. There must be a way to change her dad's mind about letting Tiger stay. She had to at least try. Hurrying into the pillow, she took a deep breath. Dad, I want to tell you something about Tiger. The king stopped her. Beatrice, Mrs. Brown has arrived to tell us some news about your kitten. He pointed to Mrs. Brown, the kite festival organiser. Lots of people in town saw your lost and found posters, Beatrice, Mrs. Brown explained. But no one could work out where your cousin had come from until a female cat with two more kittens under a bush near the beach. I think they must be from the same family as they all have striped ginger fur just like this one and why are they both living by the beach asked Alfie there must be strays explained Mrs Brown it was difficult finding homes for all of them but we've managed to at a, we've managed it at, at we, but we've managed it at last I'm not sure we'd be able to find a place for your kitten too. Oh, we stroked the kitten's soft fur. I'm glad the other kittens have new homes. I wish we could keep Tiger. The king cleared his throat. I've always said there should be no animals here at Ruby Palace. 
and there are very good reasons for that rule. A palace is no place for a pet. I think you're absolutely right, sir, said Mrs. Stickler Putin. The creature would spread cat hairs everywhere. But this kitten is certainly quite the hero, capturing the burglar under a curtain like that, said Mr. Wells. Keeping a cat might scare rats away from the stables, your majesty, said one of the grooms. A cat would scare the birds that peck up my strawberry plants too, said Mrs. Cherry. The the palace gardener, Bee's heart lifted. She hadn't realised so many other people at the palace liked the idea of keeping a cat. She hugged Tiger, hopefully. Yes, that's certainly true, King George said King Yes, that's certainly true, King George said thoughtfully. Perhaps there's a few good reasons for keeping the cat after all. But I can't have the creature running around when important guests come to visit. Maybe Tiger could sleep downstairs in the laundry room out of everyone's way, suggested Natasha. Then each day he could play in the stables and around in around the garden. Bee looked at her sister gratefully. I'm sure he'd really like that. King George studied Tiger who had curled up in Bee's arms. Very well. He's then, he said slowly. But the kitten may the kitten may stay, but he must keep out of the way and never run around in my rural study. Bee's heart leaped like a bouncy ball. Thanks, Dad. And make sure the cat doesn't get too pampered, the king added. Animals should be spoiled with lots of treats and expensive... Animals shouldn't be spoiled with lots of treats and expensive toys. Bee nodded meekly, but inside she felt... Happy. Um, she thought her insides would burst. Bee fetched Fluff from Alfie's room the following morning, with Tiger sleeping in the laundry room. The little mouse would be safe in his box under her bed. She went to the schoolroom and began making a homemade toy for the kitten when when Alfie burst in. Mr. Wells wants you to come downstairs, he said breathlessly. He needs to show something important. Alfie and Bee raced down the winding stairs and Mr. Wells, waiting for them by the laundry room, his arms full of shopping bags, Tiger padded around Mr. Wells' feet, rubbing his head against his teacher's ankles. Your father asked me to pick up a few things for the kitten. A few things the kitten might need from the shops, Mr. Wells explained. I thought you could sort them out and put them in the laundry room. Wow, Tiger's got presents, cried Alfie. Thanks, Mr. Wells, said Bee. You're welcome. It was all the king's idea. 
Mr. Wells smiled. Now remember, don't let Tiger sneak into the rest of the palace, or goodness knows what your father will say. He handed them the shopping bags. Alfie and B unpacking everything. They took out two green food bowls, a wedding scratching post, and two packets of cat food. Finally, B opened a box containing a beautiful cat bed lined with fluffy material and decorated with little paw prints. She smiled thinking of how comfy Tiger would would be sleeping in it. We can find out which of his new things Tiger likes the best. Alfie put the balls and the scratching post and the fluffy cat bed in a row for the kitten to look at. Tiger sniffed each thing carefully before moving into before moving in on to the next. At last the little kitten stopped beside the empty box that had contained the cat bed. Then he jumped inside and curled up with a happy meow. Tiger! cried Alfie. That's just the box! Bee couldn't help giggling. She gathered Tiger into her arms and pressed her cheek against the kitten's soft fur. The little cat would be happy and safe here at Ruby Palace. This was just the beginning of her plan to help animals and she was determined to look after as many as she could. That's what any animal mad princess would do. Wow, we have just finished the book and I am so excited. I'm just going to give two thank yous. I'm going to give one thank you to Anchor. It's really helped me make my podcast and it's really easy to make my podcast. My other thank you is to What If World. It, what If World has inspired me to make my own podcast, so big thank you to that. Whatever you listen to Sleepy Stories on, you can just search up What If World and I bet you that it will probably be there. So yeah, um, because we're starting a new season soon, because we're starting a new book, I might have a little break, but I'll try and not make it too long. So yeah, I'll see you next time you do it, and I'm really excited that we finished the book, and I hope you like this series. <laughs>